0: from the house of foxes it's our voices one chapter told week by week i am pavish Pitter. CHAPTER 18 ELECTION MARCHED TO REPUBLIC Time was a key factor. It was five months for the IBCO presidential elections and four months to file for the candidate nomination. Mingfu had a target to achieve and people to convince. He had to get 51% of the total votes out of 194 eligible votes. That is, he had to get a minimum of 99 votes to secure the title of the president of the IBCO. The next morning in Hong Kong, he invited Ted for lunch. He asked Ted to meet him at his house and together they would drive to the hotel. They drove to the Hotel Le Grand Paradis. Ted had visited this place before. They walked towards the lobby and turned away from the Michelin restaurant. Le Grand Paradis is the most frequented hotel by the who's who of Hong Kong's business world. They have the reputation of serving monarchs and statesmen of the world. The chauffeur greeted Ming Fu and escorted them to the elevator which took them to the 37th floor of the hotel, the second last floor. Ted had never seen the luxury that he saw when the doors of the elevator opened. His eyes were stunned by what he was witnessing. It was a private club with an artistic appearance of its interiors. It felt like he was visiting a palace of the medieval times. The club walls had golden framed paintings which covered the full length of the walls. The ceiling was painted with a historical reference. It was the scene from The Last Supper. Only the characters around the table were different. And Ted recognized Ming Fu as one of the people in that painting. The chauffeur then led them to a table near the window, which overlooked the entire city. While sitting, Ted realized it was a panoramic upper deck of the hotel. The hotel floor was rotating at a very slow speed, giving a complete 360 degree view of the city from the hotel. Ming Fu then described the place being a private member's club of only 101 people. They were selected by the consensus of the majority. The waitress brought the usual drink for Ming Fu. He had his reputation of drinking the most expensive whiskey in the world. Ted ordered the same whiskey. This would be the second longest time Ted would spend his time in an exclusive club hidden away from the world. They began listing down all the members of the IBGO Congress who would vote. Ted identified members of Congress who were loyal to Shahid and other members who were not happy with him. The target was set for them. They needed 99 votes. Halfway through the lunch, a young Asian man entered the restaurant and stood by their table. Ming Fu handed the members list to them and he walked away. They continued their discussion about boxing and a way to create a unified world of boxing with professionals and amateurs having an equal opportunity to shine. They discussed all the ideas that were ignored in the past. Time flew by quickly and it was already 4pm. It was decided to start contacting all the members who would align with Ming Fu's interest and ideas. And after that, they would meet again at the same restaurant to debrief. One week had already passed, Ming Fu and Ted met at the hotel. But this time there was another man with them. His name was Yuval. He was in his mid-forties in a crisp black suit, a black tie and a black shirt. He was very fit for his age and spoke Mandarin with Mingfu. He looked like he was from the eastern part of Europe. He handed a small USB key to Mingfu. Mingfu opened his laptop and connected the USB key. The USB itself launched a program and prompted for a password. Yuval promptly entered the password to access the content. They started to navigate through the files. It was collage of folders. Folders with an image of the person displayed on it. The images were of all the members of the Congress of Ming Mingfu clicked one of the folders with a face he knew. This folder belonged to the current AibGo president, Shahid Khurram. Inside, the folder had subfolders named Photos Private. Mingfu's heart must have raced, but he appeared calm like a poker player. He was curious to discover the unfamiliar faces. He slightly shifted the laptop on his lap, away from everyone's sight and started to browse through Shahid pictures and documents. The USB had all the information about the members of IBGO Congress. PowerPoint slides with their weaknesses and history. A history which they would like to delete from their lives It had profiles of over 95 people. Before Ted could fathom the gravity of the situation, he became the part of universe that he did not consent to. He became the ecosystem. This amount of information got them excited and ready for a long day ahead. They had with the laptop and the USB key to go to a private room in the hotel. You will ask them to stop at the door. He removed a device from his bag and scanned the room to check for any bugs, hidden mic or video cameras. Ted had no idea what was happening. And he had not imagined this situation. The whole episode looked like a movie scene from a spy thriller, a top secret level mission with a plot to give away anybody goosebumps. Ted was observing like a stunned deer. Yuval unplugged all the electrical devices, took out a black box out of his bag and asked Ming Fu and Ted to hand over their mobile phones. He took away and kept them inside the black box after switching them off. They sat on the couch in the living room while Yuval connected the laptop and a small projector. He closed the curtains to create a dark room while only the light was coming from the projector. The application was simple. It had folders with thumbnail pictures of each person. Ming Fu gave it a code name Project Yanjing360. It meant an eye with a 360 degree vision in Mandarin. You all had information about all the IBCO executive board members. The folder had their travel details, their bank account details, their property details. They are criminal records and candidly recorded pictures and videos either from a spy camera or a CCTV footage. The folder basically was a life profile of each person's good and bad deeds. Ming Fu had exactly expected this. He was a type of person who wanted to know the weakness of his opponents before he got into the game. He now had everything to start his battle. One by one, they went through each folder, looking at every file, picture and video until they realized it was almost midnight. They had been in that room for over nine hours without moving from their places. They decided to take a break and restart their work. They knew it was a long night ahead of them. Maybe Yuval knew that they would be in the room for a long period, so he had already ordered the food. It was almost 1 a.m. when they finished watching the last video. Yuval and Ted left the hotel at about 1.30 a.m. Ted was exhausted, but Yuval looked fresh. He could have easily stretched it a couple of hours more. They both walked towards the elevator and waited for it to arrive. Ted's mind was full of thoughts and images that he saw in the last few hours. There was an imploding silence and curiosity in Ted's mind about Yuval. They did not speak to each other while they were waiting. The elevator arrived. Two young women walked out of it, carrying a strong perfume and a bottle of champagne. They were elegantly dressed in a black and red evening cocktail dresses. Dresses that could only be seen in the movies. It was not a normal day for Ted. Ted took a taxi to his home and poured a glass of whiskey. He switched on the radio and sat on his chair next to the window. Drinking his whiskey bottoms up and closed his eyes to focus on the music. His house phone started to ring. It was already 7am. The sun was about to rise, peeking over the horizon with an orange glare. Ted had fallen asleep on his chair. He searched for his phone, but its battery had run out of charge. He answered the house phone. Ted, good morning. Let's have breakfast at hotel nine AM sharp, said Ming Fu on the other side. Ted took a quick shower and drove to the hotel. He reached at eight forty five AM and went straight up to Ming Fu's room. Ming Fu answered the door, he was already dressed and the breakfast was served on the dining table. Everything was his order except one thing, the room had a different smell to it. It was a distinct perfume, a woman's perfume, the same perfume those women wore last night when they walked out of the elevator. Over breakfast, they started going through the list of names and started calling the people for organizing a meeting with them. It was going to be a busy month ahead. They had to meet all the shortlisted national members in person to get their support. After they finished calling the people from the list, Mingfu gave an envelope to Ted. The envelope had a credit card and a flight ticket to Morocco. On the envelope, it was written Let's reform the sport together. The African games were being held in Casablanca, Morocco. It was a wise decision to be there, as many of the members would be there at the same venue, which means a substantial number of votes to be gathered. Ted flew to Casablanca that evening. He checked into a five star hotel next to the official's hotel, got himself the presidential suite in that hotel, and ordered a couple of bottles of the best whiskey from the bar. Ted had arranged for gift bags with the help of the Hong Kong president Jung Shum. He made sure that they were delivered to each targeted member's hotel room. The bag had a red envelope with $10,000 in it, a business class flight ticket to Hong Kong and a bouquet of red tulip flowers. Then personally met each of those members and gave them a red invitation card to the art museum that was to be opened by Ming Fu in Hong Kong. End of chapter. Our voices is produced by me. Music. By Anchor. Please check it out on our website, houseoffoxes.com, where you can also download the ebook and find the nearest paperback store. Sign up for our email newsletter and be notified when new episodes are released. Please share this with your friends and family. Thank you, and have a great day.